Daniel Oparison, a growth strategist and somebody who has done the most incredible work in the strategy and tech space in Nigeria. I am so excited to finally be chatting with you today. Welcome to Five Drive. Thanks, Bibi. It's it's great to be here. It's great to chat with you and uh, I'm looking forward to the next few minutes. Thank you. You know, um, tech for me is one of those things where when I think about it and how much the space has grown, I always think about what our teachers used to say when we were in high school, that ah, some of you are going to be in jobs that don't exist today. And here you are in the tech space. Can you please tell us more about what drew you to this space? <laughs> Honestly, it's been a blessing of a journey. Um, I started out in advertising and branding and digital, right? And uh, fortunate to have taken that path through uni and, um, and my early career. And then moving back to Nigeria to work with one of the banks to help them internalize their advertising, I then had this opportunity with um, Paga in the fintech space, right? And that's really what got me over the last 10 years, that's really what got me into uh, tech. Tech is transformative. Right. It, I mean, it helps scale. It helps reach speed. It's especially in Nigeria and across Africa. We're bringing solutions to the most complex challenges across all sectors. Right. It's been fascinating seeing the growth of tech across uh, the globe, but particularly its transformative and impactful role in Africa. So I think that's what drew me in and that's what's keeping me there, really. I'm excited to chat about PAGA in, you know, a couple of minutes. But, you know, I want to speak first about Nigeria and the tech space in the country because we all know that Nigeria has the largest economy on the continent. And as the rest of the continent, we're always looking at Nigeria. What are they doing right now? What are they doing next? What can we learn from them? So for you, somebody who's worked so much in this space, can you paint a picture of where tech is currently at in the country? Tech is in a great place in Nigeria, honestly. Um, you wouldn't know that from the news about the different challenges that Nigeria grows through, but then there's also so many amazing stories of success, of growth, of partnerships. Right now, tech is cutting across every aspect of Nigerian lives, right? We've got education, media, fintech, insurtech, agriculture, health, even art and lifestyle, right? Where it's really helping people find access, um, find better ways of doing things conveniently and really helping them put ideas out there and earn from those ideas also, right? I mean, Mm. more... Critically, it's even helped with the GDP of the country, right? Um, the contribution of the oil sector, which has been the leader in past years, has reduced while the contribution of tech to the GDP has grown, right? It's contributed about 18% to Nigeria's GDP in the second quarter of 2022 alone, wow. beyond oil. So it's changing everything, right? And even now, the government is in on it, right? And they're encouraging it. We just passed the uh, startup bill, right? And your listeners might want to read up on that. But 
across sectors, across different dimensions of the country, it's helping people, it's transforming lives for people directly and indirectly. That is so exciting. And now, Pega, a game changer in the fintech space. Can you please tell us more about it? Pega is um, a story of people coming together, seeing an opportunity, and trying through fintech to really just transform the lives of Nigerians. And that's really the story for many individuals that get into tech in one form or the other in Nigeria. I'll tell you two quick stories. We've got people who would normally have to use a lot of money, a lot of time and effort to basically go make a deposit at a bank. And you've also got people who would do the same thing, all the stress involved to make payments, transfers, pay for utilities. Now, these people are doing this in minutes, literally in minutes, from their bedsides, from, from, the, from, the office, from their offices, because it's become a lot easier. Paga basically has been on the journey for the last 10 years, building a payments and financial services ecosystem for Africa. We're enabling individuals and businesses to send, pay, and bank digitally. One of the biggest points that is a measure of success, not just for the organization, but success in what we're bringing to Nigerians is something we shared recently, our total process volume called the TPV. Mm. As a September 2022, we process 6 trillion naira. That's $18 billion since January January 2012. And the growth rate has been faster in processing this. This just shows really the adoption of the Nigerians because Nigerians need, in a very uh, difficult uh, uh, place to live sometimes, Nigerians need these Um, tools and processes to really aid life and living. And that's what we keep doing. Really, the team has been phenomenal, the executive leadership team, which I'm a part of, and the rest of the body that makes up PAGA across Nigeria, uh, Ethiopia, and a couple of people in Mexico. So it's been great, this journey, and we keep going, we keep building, um, trying to strengthen the ecosystem because ultimately Nigerians um, will be the better for it and Africa as a whole. It's always so exciting when there is literally tech and fintech like Paga that changes people's lives and makes such an impact in the way we conduct our daily activities. And I'm curious from two perspectives, you know, the reaction of the Nigerian community when you guys were like, hey, check this incredible uh, tech that we've developed um, called Paga and businesses in general, like their reaction when they were like, whoa, look at this thing that is just taking over the fintech space and is being adopted so much by Nigerians. It was phenomenal. Honestly, I mean, there were a few people who didn't know what we were talking about, right? I joined, I think, two, maybe two and a half years after we really kicked things off. And um, (laughs) we were basically preaching the fintech gospel, right? We had great support from the regulators. And as we showed them some of the things that we learned and we knew were possible in the country. I I remember there were about 19 licenses that were given um, as at the time we started 
maybe three or four of those organizations exist and they're using those licenses, right, to show that it's not an easy terrain, but then there have been many more that have come up, right? Mm. We've been able to stay the course, right? Um, Nigerians constantly will be um, excited about things that help them truly, help bring about change, help help them reach their full potential, right? Whether it's in their businesses or in their jobs. And so they've latched onto PAGA. Right now, we have 20 plus million users using the PAGA system. We have thousands of businesses, over 100,000 small, medium and micro businesses that are using the platform to collect payments, to enable their communities and cross country and some even internationally. So it's been, um, I think that the success has been really down to people finding it really valuable, right? And every time we come up with any new services or new features or products, we take a human-centered approach to ensure that it's something that people actually want. Right now, we're launching uh, one of four different cards in partnership with Visa. And that's also seen significant adoption, right? It's a virtual card first, and then we'll come out with the physical cards. Right now, we're, we're, we're running a brand campaign across the country, and we're seeing a significant um, amount of engagement from users. People just say, hey, we love PAGA, and it, and it helps the industry as a whole, right? Which is great because people begin to trust even more and um, adopt the services that we're bringing, right? And it strengthens even the business that we have. So it's been fantastic, right? Everything from the investors to the partners to the regulators, they've been outstanding in encouraging this journey and Nigerians themselves because they're adopting these services that we provide. That is so incredible. And I want to speak about the startup bill, which literally came into law just two or three weeks ago in Nigeria, um, which, you know, the startup bill really is about making sure that uh, Nigeria is a place where startup businesses can scale and grow and also to attract international investors to be like, you know what, there's so many cool startups in Nigeria that we can get involved in. This bill is major. What changes um, do you see it having on young businesses who are trying to grow? Oh, this is that, that's for me. It was fantastic. I I know the the uh, gentleman that uh, I guess was primarily championing this bill, and so to see him take it from an idea to the success, um, it was for me just fantastic. What it means is, in in many ways, right? Um, it bridges the engagement gap between startups and regulators, right? There's a lot more understanding and alignment in the work that needs to be done, in the work that the startups are doing. It also opens up the playing field for even more startups because they're not just trying to um, prove their concepts. They actually know that there's a government bill backing up the work that they they can do, right? Mm. It also ensures that regulators aren't just sort of shutting down um, startups without the due process, right? People can actually push the boundaries knowing that as long as they're within um, they're within, within the regulations, they won't just sort of get yanked off, right? It also encourages sort of the establishment and development of different operations, right? 
imagine the tax breaks that will come imagine the government loans that will come imagine the credit guarantee schemes that will come from this so it opens up many things from the bill but ultimately i think the fact that the government has backed it and put it into policy in this way that's the biggest deal here because it strengthens the belief in the system that you know what this area of um, development for the country in tech and startups is one that's being taken seriously and that means more parents can allow the African children do things in tech, right? You know, not just the <laughs> traditional industries that that have been um, have been successful so far. So it, it does a lot. It's a, I believe it's a gift that's going to keep on giving. I love what you've just said about more parents letting their kids do stuff in tech. So for those young people at home who are like, you know what? I want to create the most amazing innovation that will change lives in the tech space. What advice do you have for those young people? It's really difficult and an irony that because there's so much happening in tech space, a variety of things in Nigeria and across Africa, many people are trying to create for the sake of creating. And so they're looking around and trying to create and mimic and adopt. That may work, but it tends to be short-lived. I think people need to be original about the frustrations, the challenges that they are closest to, because they will be biggest parts to the solution. So know yourself, know what's around you that you can solve and then be diligent and disciplined in getting to it. Try everything, right? Um, I'm somebody who has come from the advertising, media, and, and digital background, but I'm working in fintech. I'm helping with strategy. So it's not a typical path that I would have designed for myself many years ago, but I've just gone with things that I feel are true to myself. I put passion and purpose and then profit as my key pillars. But know yourself and then go after it. Have a growth mentality, understanding that whatever it is that is a challenge, it's just a matter of time. If you are dedicated to it, you know, you will get through it. Break free of the rigid constructs of what you can or cannot do, right? Um, and let's be diligent. This is something that I personally am I'm trying to be even more. Let's be diligent in what we actually try to do. Don't be fooled by the um, overnight, quote-unquote, overnight successes. It's not real, right? Grow your... your um, your outfit, grow your startup, grow your idea. And ultimately, and I think this probably is the most important thing, focus on the consumer's true challenges, not the ones that we have, have assumed that they have. Like, focus on the consumer's true challenges and try solving those. And I believe there'll be even more startup success across the continent. Look, just listening to you speak, I know you are extremely diligent and I can tell you apply all this advice in your life because you recently summited Mount Kilimanjaro and after all the advice you've given, I can tell how you did it. Please, can you tell us about that experience? <laughs> Vivi, that was extraordinary. Honestly, um, that was my journey to becoming more disciplined and more diligent, right? Um, it took six or well, three months of um, 
get, getting into the gym, but ultimately it was really the mental discipline that I developed, right? Believing that I could do something like that. Because I'm not a typical sporty person, right? No, I'm not. Um, which is why everyone, I had 19 people join my WhatsApp group when I, I brought up the idea. In the end, only one person went <laughs> off the mountain with me. <laughs> That's to show you how these things happen. But ultimately, I did it. And I came down realizing that I can do absolutely anything that I put my mind to, especially if I back it up with the work, right? With the discipline, with the work. I'm preparing now for a triathlon. Um, I won't tell you when because I don't Whoa. want anybody to hold me to it. <laughs> But that's that's the next thing, because I know that every day I will have to be disciplined and diligent in my preparation, and it it does something to the mind. That same strength of mind, you take it into work, you take it into family, you take it into the different challenges that that, that hit us uh, across the country, across the globe, every day. Right, that that state of mind, and I thank God really for. The opportunity to even even be able to do these things, right? So, it was extraordinary. I got to the top. I have a, I had a fantastic guide called uh, Julio um, from Tanzania, native. Um, if anybody wants to go, please, BB, share my details. I will take them through the process. I've got documents. I've got plans, eating guides, um, everything um, to, to help them go up. Um, so. I think, I think everybody should do something that challenging as a milestone in their lives at some point. I think you'll be only the better for it. Please actually do share your contact details. Where can people get a hold of you on social media if they want to chat? Oh, happy to. So, contact details. So, um, chat, I'm on Twitter, even though I don't tweet as regularly, but if anybody hits me up, I definitely will respond and probably you'll bring me back to using Twitter more. Um, <laughs> I'm at D Mastermind, so that's D-M-A-S-T-E-R-M-I-N-D. Um, I'm also on Instagram, uh, just Daniel O'Parrison uh, on Instagram, but I think LinkedIn probably would be the best way. That's where I'm, I'm more frequent, right? So my LinkedIn is just Daniel O'Parrison. Um, send me a message. I'm constantly engaging a lot of youth, uh, particularly from Nigeria, but um, also across Africa. They're just trying to get tips on, on, on living this life, right, that we're all trying to live. Um, and I'm happy to help out, happy, happy to connect. So, uh, yeah, Daniel Parison on LinkedIn. Um, yeah, reach out to me anytime regarding anything. I'd be happy to connect. And my goodness, a mastermind you are. Daniel O'Parrison, a growth strategist and somebody who just does such incredible work in the strategy and tech space in Nigeria. And of course, the incredible man who recently summited Mount Kilimanjaro. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today on the Africa Update. Thank you, Bibi. It's been fantastic. Thank you so much. I, I've loved it. I'm happy to do it again anytime. Hopefully, there have been some insights shared with um, your listeners um, and yeah have a have a great day everyone catch up from some of the best moments from the 5 Drive team by going to 5FM's catch up page on the 5FM app or 5FM.co.za